Wow. <clears throat> well, I got to read the book. I forgot that we do that. Okay. Go ahead. And <laughs> and testing, testing, shutter speed, shutter speed. Action. The light. Wait. Okay, you got to turn your computer sound off too now. Sorry, I was doing sound. I was doing live fully. Thank you. Here we go. Yep. Action. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> no. Oh, you don't want the soundtrack. No, thank you. Okay, well, I'm the director, so. Na, 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 na. What do you. Ah, ha, 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 there it is. Ha, ha. The light blazed off her skin, danced in prism like rainbows across her face and neck, down her arms. She was so bright that I had to squint, like I was trying to stare at the sun. I thought about falling to my knees on purpose. This was a kind of beauty you had to worship. The kind of beauty you built temples for and offered sacrifices to. I wish I had something in my empty hands to give her. But what would a goddess want from a mediocre mortal like me? Yes, man. What is it like being you? Being me? Yeah. Um, well, I wake up in the morning and then I take a shower. And then I wake go. Wake up in the morning feeling that, like P. Diddy. That's Grab me. my glasses. I'm out the door. I'm going to hit this city before I leave. Brush my teeth with a bottle of Jack. Because when I leave for the night, I ain't coming back. I'm talking pedicure on my toes. Don't try not Oof. on my clothes. Performed Boys like blowing up my phone a Target phone. commercial. Drop top and play my favorite CD. We now have Going to pay to royalties. He's trying to get a little bit tipsy. Don't stop. When I lived in Germany, that was the top song on the international charts. I know because my brother and I watched the MTV top 10 countdown music videos every single day. Every single every day. Every single day we watched the top 10. It's the only thing in so English saw, you could watch in the middle of the day? It was MTV was the only English channel. So we watched mtv for a whole well night six months that really rotted you we, and that's what led you here as a family we watched um who's that country singer that had a blake shelton no like a trashy not really a singer uh country I, you think star. i know <laughs> he had a his uh, he has cheap cowboy hats and bandanas and he had a, a love show on a MTV. love show like I a didn't shot watch of love it was like a shot of love but it was like Rock, fine rock, love, rock of love, kid rock. It was called Rock of Love, but it wasn't Kid Rock. Oh well. So we watched Rock of Love as a family. As I, a family, yeah, that was our family entertainment. And then, but my brother and I loved to watch the music videos. Kesha, TikTok was number one for, for almost weeks. the entire time. As was Bad Romance. Boof. And those were that's what we lived on: Bad Romance and TikTok and Disco it- Pogo. <laughs> Disco Pogo. Okay, this is a German novelty that song. That was a German that, song. Uh, that no one else knows. Yeah. But you know what? They do know this what? podcast. They love it. It's Guys, Edward. It's it a was vampire. my birthday last week, and that's why we didn't have a podcast. We were too busy celebrating. Guess how old I am? Not as old as Edward. But in a way, 10 years older than Edward. <laughs> in a way, I am 10 years, a decade older than an immortal vampire. And you know I have to How do that, that, make that you feel? on the inside. Do you think 
if you were going to become a vampire, were you going to say, did you picture when you were 17 that you would have this podcast at 27? N- well, no, but that's a good question. I think in a way, no. But in a way, yes? No. So fully no. Yeah. Okay. Fully no. I think that I would have thought this was a terrible way to spend my time. <laughs> and how do you feel today? I think that it is a great way to waste my time. <laughs> um, growing up is just um, realizing y- you got to find ways to waste time. I think the biggest mistake I ever made. Ever? Okay. Yeah. This is... On the record? Emotional. Oh. Is not liking Kenan Thompson. That is a big mistake I think we all went through. I, I just... Did I was think- like, he's so silly. He doesn't yeah. take it seriously. As if anyone needs to take Saturday Night Live seriously. And of course he does take it seriously. Very much so. He loves it. And he's so funny. I just had this like aversion to any lightness. Any silliness. Any silliness. I like didn't find silliness very funny. Right. And now you, it loops back around. It loops back and around. Like, well, where silliness is need- quite funny. <laughs> it's just, just a man doing a goofy little shimmy in a song. I just like he's probably the most lovable person on the whole planet. He please, is up there. Please don't, don't cancel Keenan. <laughs> <laughs> please don't. Um. Oh, I was going to ask if you were going to yeah. become a vampire like the people in this book do, mm-hmm. where they're turned into a vampire to save him from death. Yeah. Would, I, would you be like, no, I'm too old to be forever in this oldness? But also, remember when you become a vampire in this book, you become like hot and, and fast. I think not What's yet. the cutoff? What's the cutoff? What's the cutoff? I think there's a gray period in the middle. I want to be like forever really old and like cool and glam. Yeah, because like. Or young. In the middle, I don't want to be 43 and old at that age forever. Sorry, 43-year-olds who listen. I was going to say sort of the opposite. I think when I was a teenager, the idea of being 40 forever sounded horrible. Now I feel like it, I would be fine. I up like to like any age? certainly over my parents' age, but I think that like I don't know if I would want to be elderly. You don't want to be ninety years old. I don't want to be then ninety years fast? old. Okay, forever. pretty funny. Pretty funny. Um, but that's just silliness, which I cannot abide. But then you'd be like, oh, who's this like really like fit, funny old lady? Just like Revlon old lady model. <laughs> Who never dies. You know that Revlon model who's old? Cover girl model who's old? There's no. one. There's one skincare model who's old. She has long gray hair. There's one old in the industry. Holland Taylor. I would be Holland. So she's quite elderly. The problem with like. And the- <laughs> she is incredibly hot in a cool way. Yeah, she is. I wouldn't say that I personally would want to have sex with Holland Taylor. But Colin Taylor? Colin Taylor. <laughs> but I would love to be her. Yeah. So I think that I would be, if I could be as like glamorous, which you would be, I think. If you, you would were an be. Old vampire. The thing with the Collins in this book in this book is that they're young and they can kind of reasonably move around, but kind of be in a place for a while without yeah. anyone getting that suspicious because you can say that you're younger than you are and people might buy it. Yeah. Um, but if, yeah, if you were Holland Taylor but a vampire forever, eventually everyone would be like, dang, that lady doesn't die, huh? <laughs> <laughs> be, That's, yeah. But you could probably stay in place for like 15, 20 years. Because you just, the, people don't expect you to look, to change And people won't much. really be like, oh, she hasn't changed Which and I she think hasn't is died. far more insane than seeing someone age from freshman to senior and not change. Yeah. In high school. Because by the time you're a senior, you're like, oh, freshmen are babies. Yeah. And these people are 28. <laughs> yeah. Um, are you ready to talk about 
um, this this book, which we're more than halfway through now, I think. Um, and once again, to remind everyone, it is real. Yeah, and I'm team Archie. And who's that? That is Bo and Archie. Oh, I see. I Not think- Betty and Archie from Riverdale. Riverdale. I'm team Edith. I'm just fully on the vampire side in this one. Mm-hmm. In a way that I was never team Edward. Who did we cast as Alice the other day? Aquafina. No, but that was our old. That was our old one, but we cast someone else as Alice. We saw someone and we said, "Oh, oh my Anya Taylor Joy." Yes, would be, would be a really good, or just a I vampire. think we just said a really good just vampire in this. She universe. should be in what we do in the shadows. She's, I think she would be, she but also was, she's not that funny. We turn, she wasn't turns out when she did deadpan. She was quite funny. And That's that her review kind of, of Anya Taylor Joy as SNL, a comedian, which was. When she was playing a deadpan character, it really worked. And that's kind of what we funny. do in the shadows. I think so. So this is our our guys. What we do in the shadows <laughs> is pl- plug so again. good. Okay, uh, let's 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 tell them what happened this week. Welcome to Sparkle Notes. This is the part of the podcast that Chris forces me to explain this is every a, no week. this is the part of the podcast that you forget every time yes because you're so excited but this time I forgot the teaser. Listen, okay, I'm I'm avant-garde. I'm art. I'm moving. I'll just say that she's old and her brain's rotting away. Um, this is the part of the podcast where we explain what happened this week. This is an iconic scene now mm-hmm. gender swapped of the vampire. Vampiress Edith walks out into a, a glistening meadow and she shows off her skin that sparkles. Sorry, I zoned out half the way through what you were saying because you know how um I can't believe this. <laughs> Comedian. Mm-hmm. I was trying to think of a gendered word to say improviser. Improvise tricks. <laughs> like, but I kept thinking of improviser. Oh, like impress? <laughs> yeah. Improviser. Um, just because that would be fun to pull out to humiliate women with. Um, <laughs> oh, another tool in that. <laughs> Toolbox to take down another woman. I have like a bat belt just uh-huh. of ways to just take down my womanly competitions. Yeah, mm-hmm. you don't even have to be a woman. You can be um a woman or gender nonconforming for me to take you down. Uh, the good thing we got that one clean, so someone can take that <laughs> and post it online. Um. Okay. Then after their date. Well, dur- well, I would say during, dur- their, during date, their date, they're breathing each other's breath and they're getting so horny that the vampire stuff. has to like throw rocks to be like, I could kill you. Don't you ever get me horny again. And then um, the next chapter is Edith sleeping over. Uh-huh. And the next chapter is meeting the Cullens, except it's- not Royal and Eleanor. Who are like, we're protesting the human in our house. Yeah. Being around. Yeah. Because yeah. not cool, man. Not yeah. cool to bring dinner to play with here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we'll be right back. See ya. Okay, we Guys, listen- we watched Twilight last week. This is a shock. I can't believe we, we didn't bring up. We were sitting around going, oh, I want to feel... Like, um, I don't have to do anything. I was like, the only movie that I would watch tonight is 
Twilight. We ate dinner and we all very quickly said, yeah, let's watch Twilight. And let me tell you, every viewing, it's good. It's just so good. Then three days later, I was watching a scene from Twilight that my friend sent. And I truly uttered aloud alone in my room. Oh, no. This movie is so good. That is <laughs> sad. <laughs> it was the the scene where Edward is gone. The ha ha ha. Uh-huh. So Edward's gone and all the kids are playing in the drug van. And uh-huh. they're like, Bella, come over. <laughs> and Bella looks over her shoulder and is like, I have a book. <laughs> like any high schooler would be like, sorry, I have a book. Well, don't book. forget, Book Bella loves reading. Yeah. She loves so much about reading, but so does Bo. Remember, he is tired because the library has no book he hasn't read. Yeah. Um. So, Chris, I know that you want to talk about finally getting to the bottom of why Edith is so hot and Edward is not. Yeah, this the is... The hot or not. But I have a question for you. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, um, you did say I needed to remind you that you had a question for me. Is this, this is, the very question? This is the very question. I'm, I I feel um, exposed. Chris, how does it feel okay. to truly fit the literary ideal of what a boy should look like? Thank you. Uh, you are the ideal specimen in all at least all YA books, how I does, think. Well, how does it feel to be a tall white boy? You're tall and white. You're like long-limbed and like a little lanky. Not actually athletic. Yeah. And you, the the one that I think is very clear is that your hair does the thing that all- My tussable hair. All literary, YA literary at least- Boy's hair does, which is that it can't lay flat, no matter Messy how many hair. times. Oh yeah, Bo wakes up in the after Harry Potter. Uh-huh. Bo, other messy hair boys. All of them. How, does, how it- does it feel to be like so hot? To- <laughs> <laughs> well, I- you could have been a lady killer. Well, the thing is, my core audience of YA readers. <laughs> I don't know if I can reach them anymore. Not. Only because of age. But also, I'd have to admit to people, hey, do I remind you of the Maze Runner? <laughs> hey, that, hey. that my Tinder bio? Do I, uh, do I remind you of anyone? Do I seem like a teenager that you want to kiss? I just feel like there are plenty of people. Am I the lightning thief? That were adults that laid awake at night dreaming of a boy that looked just like you do now. Yeah. And I'm sure. not talking about Mr. Bean. Uh-huh. I am talking about Bo. That's a real poll. Uh-huh. <laughs> Personal poll to compare me to Mr. Bean. <laughs> uh, friends will know. You guys, I just like can't believe I'm sitting here talking about how hot Chris is. Yeah, it's making me feel weird. Well, then I'll Well, the answer about- is I'm... I, well, here's what I'll say in my personal life. Uh, look... I'm not going to brag, but I get I get the attention from people that I want, um, but also not really any attention. Not that much. No. Not, not as much as you would think from reading YA books that you should. It turns out maybe my, well, it oh, turns wait, out no, wait, wait, no. Sh- you have you know how we're watching, I <laughs> That was funny. And we'll only touch six on that of later. them talk about your eyes. You know how we're watching TV and I say, oh, that, that woman's really hot. And yeah. Maggie says, well, it turns out I just like brunette milfs. No, it's blonde milfs. See, you say th- brunette every time, well, but it's blonde. Kate Blanchett. Um... I don't know who else. Who knows who else? Um, and it turns Kate out, McKinnon. turns out those are the people who write YA. So mm. I think there's some sort of symbiotic thing where they 
see me in their mind's eye and I see them in their mind's eye. I do think that there's a version of you out there somewhere who only dates older women. I wish I could. I think that it's a lifestyle that would suit you. I think it it really is. And I think that those older women would like me. Do you think? In like a, a, a way that like I could. They would mentor me while fucking you. And I Excuse think it would me. I'm just saying that it would do it would do well for both of us. And I you, here it is, June. I wish you would change. So you're saying is you you want to pimp me out. No, I'm saying that while mm-hmm. you're getting your socks off, socks. I could launder them. Interesting metaphor. I don't know what the phrase is. Rocks, Rocks off? off. Yeah. Oh, and you could tumble ball? them. He has balls. Okay, well, while you're getting your rocks off, I can tumble them. Oh, oh. Bring no, them back nice and shiny, shiny. And blues and reds. I was going to say, do you- Give me a rock let's, tumbler. Listeners, write in if you think there's some sort of service where I can just provide companionship. Yes, I do it. Like a boy toy. I Well, no. I'm not a girl toy. No, but I, I do. would do it to these, to these ladies. I would just go out to dinners with them. Yeah, I do that. You would do that? No, I do, currently am a friendly visitor volunteer. Yeah, but you're not like- So I'm a companion. You're not getting paid to do this. No. No, my situation would be they would give me gifts- you're you're talking about an escort. You want to be. I'd an want escort. a sugar mommy. You you want to be an escort. That's the version. Sure. You I, don't want to be a I'm, sex worker, but you want to be an escort. Sure. And I honestly, I don't think it's a hard line for you. No. What? Speaking of sugar mommies, Edith, the yes. vampiress, um, in this book, uh, I do think is um, she has some hotness to her. She's very cool. Okay. Here, Chris said, Maggie, is this the episode we finally get down to the bottom of why I think Edith is so hot, but not Edward, even though I like should. They ostensibly do all the same things, and they're very much the same character other than a few details and their gender. Yeah, and like not to out you, Chris, but in theory, you would be attracted to Edward. I should be, by the rules of science. By the rules of biology. Yeah. Um. But you're not, and so I came up with the, I mean, truly, like meme, Big brain third meme. level brain. Yeah, whatever that is. Galaxy brain? Is that what the nerds say? Yeah. Nerds. Nerds. Maggie works in the social media space and doesn't know the names of memes? Nope. Wow. Um, My galaxy brain yeah. idea was, well, Edward is feminized in Twilight, but Edith is masculinized in life and death. So I was thinking, well, maybe you're attracted to those like hyper masculine traits with an Edith and you're sort of put off by, but I wouldn't say totally. Yeah. I was like, but put off by the, the way that Edward is described as in his feminine traits. Not again. I don't think Chris is coming in massage, hard misogyny. Yeah, I'm on this channel. <laughs> but I think that like, there's a, a way in which when you're reading, you can, Oh yeah, the, it, it fit, certain traits are really being pulled out of Edith. It fits weren't. into a literary history, which you've all been, you know, if you're a reader and watcher of stories, you're just socialized that you, way. You make automatic assumptions about characters based on how they perform their gender. So yeah. for Edward to be feminized in certain ways, yeah, we make snap judgments. Also, um, you know, uh, I don't know if Stephanie, as a as a author, makes Edward softer in these ways, um, and then portrays it as like a necessarily positive thing that we should highlight and, right. and champion. It's I just like, it's just what makes him, it does is the, part of what makes him attractive is, you know, his sensitivity and et cetera. And it's what makes him attractive to older women is that he's sparkly and right. 
passionate. But Bella's never like emotions are on his. But Bella never says, "Oh, I love the way that he's sensitive." She like she says like, "Oh, I love the way that he could kill me with his strength." Right. So Bella's attractions never like, "Oh, I like the parts of him that are different than other jockey boys that are trying to get my attention." Yeah, so I think that goes to Stephanie Meyer isn't sitting here like, I'm going to pull out the traits that I think will make them so different from the other people. What she sits down is, and does is like, oh, what's weird about him? <laughs> he sparkles, right? Like, I don't have the faith in Stephanie, but I do have the faith in, you know, writing as a medium that exists in the world. Yeah, as we said many times, when when you're writing, you can't unread the things that you've read so she is replicating ideas that we've seen everywhere thus putting you know she writes beyond what she's literally saying yeah um like every author does so when we get to edith who's like super strong and she like stands her ground yeah where edward the things that pop off the page are his gentle touch despite his strength and how yeah he doesn't how he withholds sex but edith kind of wants to talk about or is willing to talk about sex. Yeah, Edith is forward. She's very yeah, strong. Yeah, Edward's very demure and Edith just says what she means eventually. Like she is a little hesitant but eventually she just like gets out with it. Yeah. Um which I think makes her hot. I also think Edith is hotter than Edward. I think that there's something to be said that the in my drag class that I took in college, mm-hmm. um, we talked about how since masculinity is like the norm that we walk through every day, it's like easier to pass as masculine sure. walking around than it is to pass as feminine walking around. That has a hundred million terrible ramifications <laughs> in the world. <laughs> but it also makes it so that like drag kings are way less respected in drag than drag queens because it's thought of as like just something easier. Oh, you just have to wear pants. Oh, you just put on a suit. Yeah, you just like draw a mustache on and all of a sudden you look like a man. So in the same way, Edith, it seems effortless that she's just like kind of masculine and aggressive in a really hot way. Whereas Edward, the things that are feminine about him also seem like two-sided and mysterious and unlikable because yeah. of all those yeah, when and, Edith all those, those feelings you go, oh, that the world has about yeah. femininity. You see Edith, the woman vampire, and you're like, oh, she's a hot lady. And oh, I get it. She knows what she wants. Yeah. Meanwhile, Edward's like, oh, he's a hot guy. And, sometimes, and he's hiding? Sometimes what he do doesn't. You want? What? Like, because Edith is hiding all the same information Edward does. Yeah. But with Edith, it's like... Oh, she's choosing what to tell us. And with Edward, it's like, why isn't he telling us the secrets? Yeah. Is he some kind of woman? I think there's also maybe something with because Bo is a boy and he's the human protagonist that we're reading this through. And I'm also a human boy that, you know. Yeah. I I inevitably will like start mapping a little bit of myself onto him. I think Bo is a lot more of a non-existent character than Bella. Oh yeah, he fully just like... He's like a nothing. He says, I'll do whatever happens to me. (laughs) I will let it wash over me. Bella does that too, but she like, you know, has some spine and Bo kind of doesn't. There's a moment in the meadow... It's a wet fish. There's a moment in the meadow where um, Edith is like, well, we do have to kill people sometimes. Sorry. And Bo's like, whatever. (laughs) When like Bella would be like, the narration, at least, would be like, oh, that made me sick to my stomach. or, But I understood. My head spun. I couldn't believe it. But Bo's just like, cool. 
let's do that. He's like, okay, I get it. I can't wait to kill one day. I give my lizard some cricket sometimes. So I understand what it means to be a hunter and prey. (laughs) 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 That that little laugh. Um, Uh, Truly kooky. You want to take a break? Um, let's take a quick break to reflect on everything we've learned in this gender studies class. This was in this was deep, deep analysis. analysis. We're getting back to the to the roots of the pod that people love. The deep analysis. The deep analysis. Deep analysis. Deep, deep, deep analysis. What up? This um set of chapters was very much just the two leads talking. Which is kind of the portion of the original book, too. So it's just a lot of them like talking about what it means for them to date each other. Here, they say that they're like soulmates and that they're in love. It yeah. gets very intense very quickly. Yes. It's also is, very horny. It's very horny. I would say hornier than Twilight. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. They're, they do a lot of, they're sitting in this meadow and um, Edith's like, I can't fully give in to the human parts of me that want to like kiss you and make out. But and rub she butts. fully was like, there's so many different types of hunger, which I think I remember Edward saying too. Yeah. Um, but she's like, we can't go too far or else I will literally kill you. She's like, you're, you're like a little bug to me. I can smash you. Yeah. So it's the easiest again, one-to-one of we want to have sex, but we'll say instead of being like, Oh, I'm Mormon. And if we have sex, it's a sin. I'll say, if we have sex, I'll kill you. <laughs> so I... this is very horny Christian camp make out sesh i was very surprised um to see that edward's like belief in a higher power carried over to edith i thought that was crazy i really thought that it was gonna not carry over to edith edith is i think different enough from edward in my mind i just don't think of edith that no she seems a little like um, more leather jacket there might be a god i don't know but i just have to live here in the now kind of woman yeah and she like Fully said the thing that Edward said, that he's a creationist. Oh, I was going to say, we should title this episode of the podcast, Edith is a Creationist. Well, well I guess Bo. It's, oh, Bo is dating a creationist. Yes, <laughs> Um, That was a little backstage, <laughs> a little backstage. combo. But she fully- but yeah, she was like, maybe you think, maybe you don't believe that the world just happened. I don't think that that could have existed. So whoever or made whatever. us must have made vampires and humans side by side. And then Bo's like, that makes sense. There are lions and there are um, gazelles. Bonkers, friends. Yeah. So I I don't know why I didn't. Ex- I should have known because it's Stephanie. But I feel like it just doesn't make any doesn't sense, make sense with Edith. It doesn't totally make sense with Edward. But like, I think at this point, the Edward we know is so brooding. And Edith just isn't brooding. I guess it makes way. sense. You know, she's from the same time period. Yeah. I know she probably... Had more of a sincere belief than us cynics out here do. Well, speaking of different time period, yes, I forgot how old Carlisle was until they said it again. Yeah, which Corinne, is, is seven hundred years old. How are you reading it in your head? I'm reading it as Corinne. Corinne as okay. well. She's like three hundred and eighty years old. No, the doctor more like oh, oh, yeah. six hundred. Oh yeah, I forgot. Old. She was like in Rome. Yeah, so like thousands of years old. I don't know. <laughs> She's like. So or like old. Renaissance. Yeah. I can't remember. But the, her story, that's the biggest change we have so far, I think. Yeah. Her story is similar, but key differences. Um, This is a person whose gender has not been swapped. Corinne's father is a father. Yeah. The pastor. The pastor is a, is a man, um, which is a not, a, not a swap. 
which I... Which I guess makes sense, because, like... I just wonder if she... he This is the character that Stephanie thinks she did wrong by? Maybe. Carlisle's homophobic dad? So instead, now he's just, like, a misguided reverend who wants to kill werewolves and vampires, and gets, like, caught up in something. And kills a bunch of innocent people. Still. Oh, yeah. He still, like, m- burns people. At the Complicated. Stake. Whatever. But now, the vampire... Car- Let's go back. Yeah. <laughs> Confusing lore. Yeah, a few things. One, the thing we're referencing about Stephanie thinking someone needs redemption is that in the opening letter, if you go back a few episodes, one of the things she said is that she only didn't gender swap Charlie and Renee for an insane legal reason and um, in her vampire book. And (laughs) a few other small characters that she thought never got their due. So she said, I want to keep them the same so I can rewrite them better. So... Now we've run into our first one of those, I think. Yeah. Um, and it's Carlisle's dad, who in Twilight is only mentioned in two chapters um, where we get a ton of backstory about Carlisle. In Carlisle's story, his dad is a pastor in 600 years ago or whatever, and is like cruel, a harsh guy, and like is rude and Carlyle sort of dragged along and then they finally find a real vampire and the vampire bites Carlyle, kills a bunch of other people and his dad goes on to like live and hunt still. Yeah. So the emotional thing there is that Carlyle is then forced to become the thing he was raised to hate and it's totally gay. Yeah. 100%. It's really in the episode of our first season. We talked about this, about just how gay-coded it is. Over 50 episodes It's ago. like the pilot of Pose. Like, <laughs> it's exactly that. So, now, Corinne's backstory. Chris, do you want to take it away? Um, I don't really fully remember the details, other than, like, the dad's finally tracked down a vampire, and he's like, I'm going to kill this vampire. And it's like, instead of being harsh, he's like complicated yeah and then this vampire is like i'm gonna turn your daughter into the thing that you hate and like the dad l- snuck the daughter education yeah he still so like, he's still like her a softy he like loves her and even though she's a woman like got her to be an educated person like, by that time taught her she latin. knew latin right <laughs> so in latin this vampire is like i'm gonna tell you everything i'm gonna do to your daughter and then murder you yeah so the vampire kills the father and then turns Corinne into a vampire. Yeah. Just- so she becomes the thing he hated. But he like threw his body in front of her to try and save her life. And of course it didn't work because it's, it's a vampire. But it's a weird redemption arc for a character who is nothing and a homophobe. <laughs> in so, June, Stephanie. In June. Um, yeah, that was an odd um, back. I was honestly kind of surprised because I forgot this backstory happened in the book, and I thought mm-hmm. when you're rewriting it, why not just, just skip it? Just freaking. It's all the same. Uh, what are you doing? Cut it, Stephanie. Come on. We want more of Archie or whatever. Yeah, he's cool. I just love, a mean. I love that. Um, the dad in now the vampire dad. He's it's just so a soft dad. He's a Pixar dad now. He is. He's just like uh, Edith. Whatever you do, just you know, I just want you to stay with the family. She said every time. We hold hands. He just is so happy. <laughs> love, <sighs> love Pixar dad and Precious. hot doctor mom. Um, another thing I have to talk about is Kristen noticed this. Oh, Jessamine has the power 
to calm people down, to manipulate your emotions. Sure. So she, Again, did she fight as a Confederate soldier? <laughs> or like unknown, a nurse? Unknown. <laughs> but we, she did, she, so she calms down Bo, because she, he's at the Collins for the first time. And he said, suddenly I felt an overwhelming sense of ease, like when I was hanging out with Jules. Jules, don't forget, is the 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 girl from the reservation slash was Jules Black. Yeah, Jules Black. So it, that's just such a weird moment where he's like just out of nowhere, so far removed from Jules, a person we've talked to twice in the book, so he's talked to twice in 15 years, <laughs> is like, wow, I wish I was with her. One of my happiest feelings is being with this stranger to me. So it's just a weird moment where we're like, so go be with her. Yeah, why have we not written more of her into this book? That's very, what's very, it was a very why not weird make that, moment. I wish we had more of that. Like, I why would we say, like, oh, when I'm with... With my mom and the son. I just, like, don't buy into this idea that you should just be with the hottest person, you know? The person <laughs> you think is hotter. You should, like, be with... The person you love most isn't just the hottest person in school. Well, speak for yourself. So, like, if... He's not at his best when it's just him and Edith. If he's like so still horny and nervous all the time, but he's like, I want my whole life forever to be with you, queen. <laughs> like, what are we doing? My queen. It was just, a, it really put me off. He is very Jon Snow at the end of Game of Thrones with Daenerys. Yeah. My queen, I'll do anything for you. That's- that was a terrible, <laughs> terrible Jon Snow. Yeah, anyway, so... The wall! Uh, that's Bo. The North! Omega's having fun. Um, so yeah, that was these three chapters. It was Becca. very horny. I would almost recommend these if it weren't just a little boring, but there's like some fun vampire them like l- kissing each other's necks and being like, I can feel your blood. Um, you'll be thrilled to know. Put this on your chalkboard. <laughs> Edith carries Bo on her back. Piggyback style. And there's a bunch of funny jokes where Bo's like, but you're little. He's like two feet taller than her. He's, he's like, like, I oh. know you're strong. It's not about you being strong. You're clearly strong. I'm just like twice your height. And she's like, shut up, nerd. And then carries him down the hill. It's pretty fun. Great. It's a highlight for me. Oof. Okay. Ready to take another quick break? Yep. Okay. Chris. Um, yep. Chris. What? Chris. Something behind me? Chris, I uh, cannot. Chris, uh, I cannot stop thinking about what? the fact that Royal and Eleanor share a bedroom. Yes. Um, Edith has her own bedroom. Uh, Corinne and Ernest have a bedroom they share. And Archie and Jessamine have separate bedrooms. Uh, look, I, I like this. We're together, but we don't have to necessarily sleep in the same bed. Well, I, they don't sleep, but you know, they have their own spaces. I like that. When I first saw this, I thought. Maybe that's the same in Twilight. But it's not. Oh, really? Because in Breaking Dawn, Bella sneaks into Jasper and Alice's bedroom to write those notes. Well, remember? You know, this is just a little change. So this is like a bonkers thing where Archie and Jessamine are like life part forever partners that have separate They're rooms. like colleagues. I think they're closer than colleagues. Uh, long-term colleagues. They're us with their rooms right next to each other. Oh. Let's, stay, let's put our foreheads together and well, stare deeply into each other's eyes. I see the future. You have 
good taste in scarves. I do. And I make everyone so calm. Oh, that's so nice. Something I can't stop thinking about is something that Edward also says. Mm -hmm. And I'll just quote here. Edith is talking to Bo about the first day that he came to school. Mm. She says, it took everything I had, every single year of practice and sacrifice and effort, not to jump up in the middle of that class full of children and she broke off and her eyes darted away. She's like, in that room full of kids, I wanted to kill you. Yeah. Which tells me that she thinks thinks of the other high schoolers as children. And Bo is one of the children, so she wants to have sex with and kill this child. Does she think of herself as a child? I don't think so. Do you think that if... So it's weird. Maybe she was trying to think of it as like, they're they're all someone's child. No, I think she thinks they're children, and to me... Yeah, I agree. You're like, you're old for your age. I agree. (laughs) It's creepy. It is. It's weird. Um, I... That... You saying that made me think of something, but now I don't remember what it was. So well, that's I pretty good. I can stop. Um, my about next, it. because she's old, moment is that they were in the car and she was absently singing along oh, to the music. Singing. Um, and this she, is good. Uh, this is separate than your singing. I know. In the car, basically, she was flipping through the channels, and eventually, she um, landed on an oldies station and singing along to fifties music. And she's like, "This is my favorite music, the fifties." She says, "The fifties was good. Maybe the sixties and seventies, they were bad." But then she said, the 80s were bearable. This is her music taste. She 50s loves only. 50s and 80s rock. Yeah. Um. She, when she's, they're all alone in the meadow, too quiet for Bo to hear. She just sings to herself but all like, the super time. Fast. Her mouth's like. <laughs> also, I remembered that I wanted to say that Edith says that 10 people at the school are in love with this Bo. This is amazing. She can read minds and she goes, I can tell you if you want, there are 10 people who have crushes on you. And Bo says, I don't need to know. What? <laughs> why would you I say that to, to me? I need to know, Bo. Me. I agree. I was like, why not just ask her? You know that you two are in love forever. It's not going to hurt anything to know. We know of two. Yeah. And there are 10 at the yeah. school plus Jules Black. Yeah. So 11 people are in love with Chris. Oh, do you think it's a teacher? One of them? I think that was implied about Bella. Wasn't it implied that the science teacher was kind of creepy? Well, he was creepy to everyone regardless, so yeah. I believe it. Um, but it's very funny for your girlfriend to tell you whoever who your crushes are. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to go write Bo's name in logs outside. <laughs> Pretty good. Um, my last kind of thing was yeah. that um, in the, this line of questioning that Charlie has for why Bo didn't go to the dance mm-hmm. really tells us that Charlie probably thinks <gasps> that Bo is gay. This is really good. Um, I'll just read this. Um, Charlie's like, oh, so you're not going anywhere, anywhere tonight? Nowhere to go, I told him. Besides, I'm tired. I'm just going to go to bed early again. I got up and took my plate to the sink. Uh-huh, Charlie says, chewing thoughtfully. None of the girls in town are your type, huh? <laughs> And then Bo shrugs, and then Charlie says, Don't be too hard on a small town. I know we don't have the variety of a big city. Mm. Chris, have you had this conversation with anyone? Um, I definitely had this conversation once at like Christmas time with like a family friend who was like, yeah. So the girls at college, huh? And I was like, Yep, yeah, there are a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's co ed. Yep, 52%. Yeah, yep, majority even. Wow. This is good. It's a conversation. I read that and went, mm, we've mm, all had this bo, conversation. Bo, 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 um, Oh, my last thing. My last oh thing. Oh, my truly. gosh. Chris loved these There were chapters. truly some moments. Anyways, she 
is telling Bo all the things that she loves about him. His arms, his yes. hands, his face. His, he, she loves his arms his like flea bag. <laughs> the biggest thing that she likes is um his hair. He says, she says, sorry. Did you know your hair is just precisely the same shade as a teak inlaid ceiling in a monastery I once stayed at in? Hmm, I think it would be Cambodia now. That was so good. <laughs> also, who is this monk queen? This queen is like, I'm going to go hike. I'm going to go backpack around. And well, now it's Cambodia. But what was she doing out this pale white girl in, in the, not the, yet the, Cambodia? The early 20th century. Alone, staying in a, in a monastery. She's cuckoo. I mean, good for the monks. Good for the monks to see this beautiful lady. No wonder she has so much self-control. She learned she from spent the monks. who knows how long Maybe. staring at a ceiling. Is that the lore? Yeah. That's pretty good. Um, so Let's write Stephanie. Do you think she'd write back if we asked her this question? No. I think she would, at best case... Wouldn't answer. We'd say, wow, Best I, I love learning this about her. Is this would, where she learned her control? She would give us a letter that we would then, I guess, auction From off. her publicist? And worst, really case, a worst case, she would look us up because we have a podcast about her books. Well, we would say different names. I'll call myself, like, like her in her book, my girl name would be just Christine. Oh, and mine would be... Marcus. No. Well, this, this is what you got. All right. Or Magnus. Gotta go! <laughs> Thanks, Stephanie. XOXO, Christine, and, and Magnus. Magnus. Two Finnish lovers. <laughs> um, that's all I have. Uh, I would really love for you guys to message us. Um, Tell us what your Twilight gender yeah, swap name yeah, is. Bad our, choice for an alt name. Our um, Instagram is at Edward is a Vampire Pod. You can email us at Edward is a Vampire Pod at gmail.com. And if you're looking for any sort of copywriting or blogs for your business uh, my website is maggiescudder.com that's emma's and maggie don't do the whole thing it's no maggie. okay i'm gonna shut the podcast off right now bye everybody bad again, bad again, bad again.